Hello, hello, hello. This is the 25th edition of the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. He is an artist from... You're from Durham, right? No, man. Actually, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, but I've been in Durham for about seven, eight years now. I go by the name of Vibe. It's V-Y-B-3. You can follow me on all social platforms at The Real Vibe, The Real V-Y-B-3. Be sure to give you a follow back. Oh yes, for sure, man. Like this, this dude vibe right here, man. I swear, like I saw him like a couple years ago at the Black Space Cipher. I think that's the first time where I saw you. Yeah, man, that was the first time you saw me, man. I was out there, you know, cooking it up, doing my thing. Yeah. Um, Black Space is something that they do in Durham every Friday at nine nineteen. We host the Cipher, and you know, y'all should come out. It's right downtown by the Bull Statue, man. Y'all should come out. No, no, for real, man. And it was run by uh, Pierce Freelon, who's, what does he do right now? Ain't he, like, uh, part of, like, the Council of Durham or something like that? I think he was elected in he, some position. He had ran for, if I'm not mistaken, he had ran for mayor. He didn't win, but, yeah, he's definitely a politician for Durham, man. That's my boy, my light-skinned boy with them locks. <laughs> no, call him light-skinned boy with the locks. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, yeah, Pierce Freelon, I see him as, like, a, um, a huge leader here in the Durham area and everything. He really does push the whole uh, ideas of Africanism and everything. I need to get in contact with him. Because at first I was thinking about, thinking about like, trying to set up, like, some kind of an internship. But I don't even know if I'm going to even be in North Carolina, like, the following semester anyway. But I really need to see if I can get in contact with him. I know, like, once I drop my mixtape, I send him the link or whatnot. I don't know if he's heard it or whatever. Man, politics got a lot of shit that they got to deal with. And, like, you know, him stepping into the politician field, being black and all, like, you know, that's a lot to fucking deal with, man. Especially they're already going to treat you some type of way because you are black. So when it comes to that, man, I mean, maybe he's heard it, maybe he hasn't. Hopefully he's heard my stuff. I mean, if he hasn't, oh well. Oh well, no, that's, that's you know. all But he has won a Grammy, though, you know? A whole Grammy, he won that. Piers won a Grammy? Yeah, I think he did. It was because like, he did the soundtrack for something. I, you can look it up for sure, just to, just to double check. But I, I'm for sure. What the fuck he, is Piers doing in Durham with a fucking <laughs> Grammy? Like, I would never be a, a Grammy. I'm sorry. Like, no disrespect to Durham. I love Durham. You know what I'm saying? I have met some of the greatest people here. I, I had a child when I moved here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I too like Durham. I would even consider moving into Durham too myself. Like I'm from Charlotte and like it's cool out there and everything, I I guess, but I kinda outgrew it. But if I had to choose places to live, like Durham would be one of those places for sure. Like I love it out here. It's pretty good, man. Listen, y'all, don't don't be laughing early on, man. I ain't ate no food, so I'm finna start eating. So if you know what I'm saying, it may take a little time in the beginning while I'm talking, but listen, don't don't do me like that, y'all. I'm eating, I'm hungry as hell. Seriously, he's about to kill this Subway sandwich, man, for real. Meatball marinara, that's the best way to go. Y'all know how it is. It's either that or chicken teriyaki if they ain't got the meatball, man. I'd be mad as shit if they don't got meatball. I'm like, fuck. That means I got to go with chicken teriyaki, which I don't mind, but it's just like, you know, still. um, But if we had to stick up with all the subject matters in hand, you know, it's just like, you know. Uh, when I get artists on my podcast, I always ask them the same old questions of just, you know, what inspires them really to be like, you know, an artist. And I'm going to just let you to you finish. like, <laughs> But it's like, yeah, there's a we all come from like back, all sorts of backgrounds and everything. And there's certain similarities that may push us to wanting to really uh, put ourselves in this whole music thing. Um, in my case, it was because it came from a place of pain. You know, like in eighth grade, I was uh, bullied uh, maliciously and everything. And I uh, saw music as a way of an escape and whatnot. Uh, um, in your own words, Vibe, like what really um, pushed you or inspired you to really do music as a whole? Okay. Um, what inspired me to do music as a whole? Well, my mom, my mom is an amazing singer. Um, my mom used to sing at church. She sung weddings, funerals, things like that. And I can sing. That's what I normally did. That was my thing. I could sing. And as I began to grow up, I would watch rappers. Um, where I typically get my inspiration from, my favorite rappers would, one, I have an underground rapper. His name is Hobson. I love Hobson. He's fucking amazing. If you've never heard of Hobson, you should go out there and check him out. Black dude. Black dude with some white contacts. It really freak, fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like people who, when they speak, it speaks on intellect. I don't... You know what I'm saying? I'm a very articulate rapper. And Kendrick Lamar, I felt like I 
putting those two people together, like it, it'll 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 really change the way that you look at rapping. Like I, I like people who really make you genuinely sit back and think. Eminem. You know, I, I love rappers who can fit words and bend words and put them in certain ways and certain things that'll make you really sit back and be like, well, damn, did he really just say that? That's what typically inspired me, man. And honestly, um, I started rapping when I was 14. When I was 14, I went by the name of Disciple, which was, uh, which was, it was okay. It was okay. Moving on, I didn't had a few name changes. I didn't had a few name changes, man. I went from Disciple. I was King Easy at a point in time. I was uh, Ja. Then I was Father Ja, which was a weird ass fucking thing that I was doing. Every great artist has a list of names they went through. I remember yeah, I started yeah. with T Double E. I went with freaking um, T Coon because people used to make fun of me and middle school say that my eyes are kind of dark, so they call me like Raccoon. So I just kind of put it together. So it, it was sound weird because I call myself a coon. Like what am I? Right. <laughs> but then it was just like uh, I think one time. I think, what did I call myself at one time? Oh, yeah, I called MC Tony T. And it was just all sorts of stuff. Like, you know, I also had, like, rapper saunas and everything that I have. Like, I think I was going to be, like, uh, like Buddha, Junior Buddha, because, like, uh, my uncle's rap name was uh, Buddha Bass. Well, is Buddha Bass. He still goes by Buddha Bass. And I was like, you know, like, and plus, uh, I think Biggie Smalls called himself a Buddha head on one song and whatnot. Um, and I just took it. Yeah, and it was just I had like. A name. I had the Messiah. Um. The real ones know when I actually started recording music, mm. I went by Josh Said It. Mm. And and that was um I like to talk about myself in third person. Mm. And it was like Josh Said It. Like The Rock. Yeah. Like The Rock. <laughs> I know Just you're heavy like I know you're a heavy wrestling fan heavy too, because wrestling fan, man. No, really, bro. We're heavy about to get WWE fan, we're, we're, dude. Like I love wrestling. For all you motherfuckers who say it's fake, fuck you. Who cares? It's not fake. They, they get hurt for real, These people bro. get hurt, and you talking about it's fake. I ain't none of y'all getting in the damn ring doing that shit. Yeah, but you had to be really athletic to do that, too, man. Like, like for real. Like, your career can end just like that if some shit really happens. Like, you remember Jason Jordan and shit, right? Okay. Yeah, I was really, look, I was rooting for Jason Jordan. I know people were hating on him because they're trying to do a corny-ass Kurt Angle sunline. I mean, but that's his dad. Not in real life. No, no, that's really his dad. Swear to God. Swear to God. That's really his dad. <laughs> That's really his dad. I mean, they do look alike, though. Like, you got to keep in mind, bro. That's his dad. What'd you expect? <laughs> but uh, anyway, man. But it's just, like, I was really rooting for him, too, because he did carry, like, how Kurt Angle first came in and everything. Jason Jim was trash. People didn't like Jason. He was a trash wrestler. I, I thought he was cool. I thought he, I thought he could have got better, But though. you have to think about this at the same time. Yeah. When your fucking dad is Kurt Angle. You got to be better than best. Okay. Just, just like right now, you know, of Rey Mysterio and his son. Oh yeah, his son is nice though. He's getting better. The Rock and his dad—they're pretty similar. The Rock and his dad, when they, when they wrestling styles and everything. Cow, Cowboy Bob Orton and Randy Orton. Randy Orton, it really just kind of outclasses. Ted DiBiase and Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah, Ted DiBiase Jr. All of the Jr. all of the Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, like all of them. Dude, all three of them are nice, like the in their heart, own distinct the heart way. The Hart Dynasty. Yeah. Like when it comes to stuff like that, when you when you carrying on somebody's name, you gotta be the shit. You gotta do it. Gotta be the shit. You know, but it's just like I don't know. I would have preferred if like Jason Jordan didn't have to like rely so much like on Kurt Angle's whole like you know storyline wise and everything. I feel like really when it came to stuff like that, it's just like, I could see him being like world champion too if he really really would have just put like you know. If he really didn't get hurt, you know, and if he wouldn't like stuck with something but, like you know creative, because when the thing about the attitude era, really he doesn't really have the mic skills. Not even just the mic skills; just it's about the thing about that could always work over time. Like he, that was three years ago since he last wrestled his last match. Think about where he would would be now if it was like things were different. Like, think about Rusev. Like when he found like the whole Rusev day thing, things changed automatically. It's just it's just a matter of just finding the right momentum and just rolling with it, and then the crowd will fuck or whatever. And everything, but it's just WWE like, has to stop making characters based off other people from out of from out of the state. Mm. Like when these people are actually American, mm -hmm. and you're giving them gimmicks to be from other countries, like Kobe and, Kingston, and or Rusev as well. He speaks great English. 
Mm-hmm. But he's from Bulgaria. Right, but he speaks great English, and now you have him come on this show and butcher the, like... Make him like a you know over-the-top character. Well, because the can, character... could have been someone else. Because the character kind of sells it, in a sense, you know? Like, um, for instance, uh, like Eddie Guerrero and everything. Eddie Guerrero doesn't, like, sound like how Eddie Guerrero does in the ring, how he does, like, outside, like, in an interview. Like, when you hear him in an interview, he's just like, just like how we're talking and everything. But that's the thing between the character and but the actual Kofi person. Kingston, that shit was funny. With the Jamaican accent. In the middle of the fucking show, and this man just stopped talking. He stopped speaking with the accent. And people and, noticed and Triple it, H was like, like, fucking with him. Triple H stopped in the middle of the ring and was what like, hey, what happened to your accent? Ain't you supposed to be Jamaican? Triple H is low key the goat, too, bro. Like, when you think about it, too, like, like I feel like he could do it all, too. The best wrestler of all time on paper and stat wise is named Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. He's won every title and won and done every tournament. Best show wise. Uh, it's definitely gonna be Shawn Michaels for me, dude. Them both neck and neck, bro. Like I don't even know what about it, but something about the whole Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels dynamic just it just it just hit right because it's like one was like representing like the kind of how the '80s were, and they're trying to like orient to like children and everything mm-hmm. with Bret Hart, and everything was focused on the craft and pretty much overcoming all that with no need for Hulk Hogan. And then on the other side, you have Shawn Michaels that's kind of pushing the degeneracy part of like you know that's gonna lead to the future with the Attitude Era. Hell yeah, you know they're like gates to like. Different Different sides, like you know, the transitional period and whatnot, which I really like about the whole new generation um, side of it, which is just them two for real. Because like you see those dynamics, and you see Bret Hart kind of being a heel, but not really, you know. Like it was just it was very yeah. His name John fucking Cena. That's your very favorite. I was more like the Rock kind of kid growing up because like I didn't really how and we're the same age. Because as a kid, because I had uncles and everything who used to watch wrestling, my, so they were much older. My brother's favorite wrestler is The Rock. Yeah, and it was just like they were just older. So it's like, you know, that was the main, that was the one wrestler I remember before everybody was The Rock. Even as a kid, I, I didn't even watch. Stone Cold? Yes, even Stone Cold. I didn't even remember Stone Cold's like, name. I knew about Stone Cold. I'm like, you know, he's the ball guy that beat people up. That's how I remember it. You know, my first wrestling memory I remember was when Kurt Angle sprayed the milk. On uh, Stone Cold and everything, mm. and I would always call Kurt Angle like the Milkman. I didn't even know his name as a kid. Like, when's the Milkman coming back? But he cut his hair, so I didn't recognize him sometimes. Right. Like, but it's like, oh, I wonder if that's his brother or something like that. Like, I was a kid, you know. Same guy. Same guy. But it's like, yeah, dude, wrestling. That was like a crazy time because it's just like, you know, the attitude here. Because it's like everybody just seemed hungry. Like, you know, it's just like, you know, you see like with Kurt Angle and everything. Especially no. Kurt Angle. They yeah, didn't Kurt Angle. give a fuck about being soft. Yeah, like it Society wasn't like sticking. changed and they had to move into the PG era with all them kids yeah, and shit. Yeah, man. It's just like, but the attitude era, like you had Shawn Michaels, you had The Rock, you had Stone Cold, you had Chris Jericho. Think about had, the teams. Yeah. You had Brothers of Destruction, you had yeah. the Dudley Boys, you had Degeneration X, had the Jeff Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, I don't know, everything, it would feel like there was something for everybody. Like, you know, that's one Nowadays, it's hard to get invested now. Because I put on one match, I think it was, like, Jake Jackson Riker and, like, the other dude. I forget his fucking name. It's just, it's hard to keep invested now. Like, the main reason I watch wrestling now is for the Roman Reigns, like, storylines on SmackDown, really. Everything with Roman Reigns, I'm instantly invested it into now. Because, like, him being, like, the head of the table and everything. Dude, Roman Reigns, I never thought... Roman Reigns literally became, like, the best... Like I won't say best wrestler, wrestler, but it's like probably probably the most intriguing like now because it's just like storyline wise, and then uh, oh yeah, how you feel about Big E winning the WWE Championship? That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Yep, it is because we don't have a lot of black WWE champions, world champions. Yeah, The Rock, Booker T, mm-hmm. Mark Henry. Yeah. Ron Simmons, but he was a WW, WCW. Kofi champion. Kingston. Yeah, Kofi Kingston. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Big E. Dude, Bobby Lashley winning the WWE Championship is literally some full circle type shit. Because it took forever. I remember when he first went up against John Cena at a Great American Bash, I think 2007. And he thought he was going to beat him out. Yeah, and then like that, that's when they released him after that. And then he, I see him go from TNA multiple times and everything. He become like literally the best wrestler there. And then he, now he's in WWE. They had him fucking do that shit with like... Uh, What's his name? Leo Rush and everything being his. Leo Rush, man, getting hurt and fucking up his career sucks, man. He, he's going to AEW, I think. I think they just signed him. He's so small. Uh, 
I mean, you can still make it work. I mean, yeah, but Rey Mysterio. Like, you have to, but see, Rey Mysterio ain't no ain't nobody like Rey Mysterio. Of course, there'll like, never be another Rey Mysterio. You know what I'm saying? Remember when he was on Lucha Underground? You ever watch Lucha Underground? Mm-hmm. Bro, Lucha Underground was the shit, bro. I feel like Lucha Underground really helped reinvigorate like my love for wrestling again. Like when I was like, you know, like in middle, like in high school, because that's when it was shit was kind of cooling down a little bit. Because that's when like the Wyatt family was just getting in, you know. And that's what was like the main compelling I part. Fucking, was the I ain't fucking with nobody else. If you ain't WWE, mm. fuck you. Autumn, <laughs> like AEW must must be really good because all of their best people, people are, are retired WWE people. people. Except Kenny Omega is just trying to hold it down for the main AEW. Mr. New Japan. But, but I'm gonna tell you it's like this: AEW. What's the main problem with AEW? It's really hard to get invested into these other people. And I'll tell you why, because it's like, it feels like AEW is kind of working for us in a sense, where it's like for WWE, they're all working for Vince. So it's like you have that, that opposition where it's like you're still, they're still trying to prove themselves in the same time. And you want these people like to win. Like for Cesaro, how long has it been since we wanted Cesaro to be World Heavyweight Champion? Man, Cesaro is such a great wrestler, but like... You have to have he, he needs so much. He needs a stable behind him. I'm thinking like maybe like you know, uh, Oni Lorkin and uh, what's his name, um, freaking Danny Birch. You know the, those two ball guys in NXT though. So if they could put him behind, put them behind Cesaro, like and uh, like, like kind of how they put uh, Pat, what's his name, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. Yeah, they could put like all three of them together with Cesaro, pair them up with Cesaro, let Pat be the voice like, piece, and then them two know, be like the workers behind them. They should have never broke up the hurt business. Yeah, but they got them back together again. At least it gave him. At least it makes more sense. Like when Biggie actually beat happened, him. Though. Yeah, no, I didn't really get it either. But hey, they're back together again. That's all that matters. Like you know, I stupid how they just put them up. Let's talk about Shelton Benjamin possibly being a WWE champion or world champion. You think that's possible or is it done? That man should have been a world champion. A long time ago. He should be a world champion now. Um, yes. That man is dumb athletic and he's still. Oh, hell yeah. One of the best, of best athletes. That he did when he was younger. Put like him that, up. Like that springboard jump to the top rope. Yeah. From he, nowhere, just standing there all yeah. vert and get up there and grab your stupid ass and slam you. Man, listen, man. Shelson he's Benjamin. paid his dues. They fucked him up by giving him, making him dye his hair blonde, trying to look like the dude that do the the fucking thong song. There with Charlie Haas and shit. Yeah, Charlie Haas is I don't know garbage. Yeah, <laughs> garbage, uh, bro. Dolph Ziggler, I feel like they they should have gave Dolph Ziggler like a real good like you know world title run. I feel you know like. what his problem is? What, what's his he problem? don't like John Cena. That's what Dolph Ziggler's problem is. That's what held him back. I thought it was because Triple H was shitting on him for being like uh, Shawn Michaels' light. No, but he's always complained and said he felt like he should be in John Cena's place. <sighs> yeah, that'll fuck you up, man. Like, cause don't don't say shit like that. Cause John Cena be putting hella work in, like, especially with the kids and the Make a Wish Foundations and all this other shit. I the feel thing like, is, yeah. you can't hate on somebody who can end your career. Yeah, that's for real though. And like, they both had a, a thing for uh, Nikki Bella at one point, you know, and then. My, I know we're past that now because John Cena's like, you know. John, John can tell Vince, like, nah. Nah, I don't fuck with him. That's how they did it with Alex Riley. Exactly. They fucked up Alex Riley's whole career, man. I swear, man. That's sad, bro. I be thinking, like, damn. Because Alex, Alex Riley, Riley was a good wrestler. He had, the, he had the look, too. And he seemed like he could be, like, uh, something you could pull. At least, like, an Intercontinental Championship. Maybe United States Championship here and there. Him and Zack Ryder, those are the two main people that feel like, okay, you could have really invested in these people going Dude. forward. I could see Alex Riley kind of being now the face of Now he's Matt Cardona. Yeah, now he's Matt Cardona. I could see Zack Ryder being, like, the face of SmackDown. And, like, uh, Alex Riley enough. being the face, like, of uh, Raw but, in a way. No, they had to be the, the face. But they if, like, they would have invested in them the right way and everything. Uh-uh. Something. They're, they like, been they're like B minus wrestlers. Mm. They're not A listers. Yeah, because then like if we could put into the whole Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero conversation and everything, like yeah, sure, like they weren't like you know like the face face like how they'd be like you know like put them on the milk cartons or like put them on the freaking like collector cups or whatever. Maybe Eddie Guerrero a little bit more than Chris Benoit, but it's like they had like the credentials like in the skill like they were damn good in the ring, bro. Damn yeah, good. But you, there's a lot that goes into that, and if if the fans don't want to see you, mm. 
You don't like, know. You have to have full control of fans. Like, I feel like the fans would have liked to see Alex Riley they and Zack Ryder. Like that. They, now, Zack Ryder? Zack Ryder, they yes, loved for sure. Yeah, that dude. Dude, that whole storyline with you, Taurus, and Kane, bro, that's giving me a migraine. <laughs> Just think about it. Cause how you gonna push this nigga off the damn Titan Tron thing on a fucking wheelchair just for getting himself over? How you punish somebody for getting over? That didn't make any sense to me at all. Cause you could have made some money off that shit. Like, Do you remember when Dolph Ziggler debuted? Yeah, when he was like freaking, hey, I'm Dolph Ziggler and shit like that. And he was shit. a part of the Spirit, the spirit, spirit squad. squad. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not as a singles wrestler. I was thinking about when he was singles and everything. But it's like, uh, yeah, man. I mean, freaking Spirit Squad. You know what? You know what's a missed opportunity when they brought back the Spirit Squad that one time? Like two of them out of the Spirit Squad just to fuck with Dolph Ziggler a little bit. Because if they would have stayed back, and I can see, like, Dolph Ziggler having them, like, behind his back to make sure he can probably get the championship again. Like, they really need to just utilize the whole stables concept to get people championships, bro. Cesaro can't probably get the world championship by himself. However, with, like, three people, like, behind him to ensure him to get the championship, just fine. Like Jinder Mahal? Like Jinder Mahal. Like, it's just, like, come on. Like, Jinder Mahal had the freaking Bollywood boys. What'd they do? Just get in the way. That's all they did. And they still made it work. Yep, and it works all the time. And Jinder Mahal, this is a crazy number. Jinder Mahal has held the WWE Championship longer than Edge ever has. Keep that in mind. Ever. Like, yeah, sure, Edge maybe had more meaningful runs and multiple runs, but it was just like right, Jinder Mahal had it the longest. You know, I'm just saying, if they would have put that much investment in the freaking Jinder Mahal before Cesaro... Before Dolph Ziggler. Jinder Mahal's a better wrestler than both of them. Jinder Mahal's a better wrestler than Dolph Ziggler. In ring performance, yes. I don't know. I mean, if you could just like please explain. Plus he's bigger. Yeah, he's okay, stronger. Yeah, yeah, he has stronger. a better he has a better following. Like yeah, people will get yeah. behind booing Jinder Mahal. Okay, yeah, I can see that. And like, making him like such a great villain. With Dolph, he's like such a in-between type of motherfucker. Okay, yeah. I can see that now. You have to get him a certain way. Dolph gets a, a mixed reaction every time he comes out. That Except that one time where he's John cashing Cena, in on John uh, Cena's a baby face. Yeah. And depending on where he's at, like when he returned, do you see how happy everybody was to see that man? Yeah, yeah. Right before he left, they Even, were booing his ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I, I can see that. I, that makes sense in Dolph Ziggler's case. Cesaro's case, I feel like they really need to get, they really need to get on to just really <laughs> investing into these people when it's hot. When it's hot, you know what I'm saying? Like when Dolph Ziggler like cashed in the, for the World Heavyweight Championship for uh, against Alberto Del Rio, loud reactions. Cesaro, Cesaro section. There was a lot of reactions for a couple of days, and they just did nothing with it. That's what. Yeah, kind of, but I mean, when yeah. they have so many other things going on, you yeah. have to wait for other storylines to end. Yeah. You yeah. just insert yourself in certain shit. Yeah, I, I, I could, I get that. To that, in that, in that degree, I, I can understand that. You know, and it's just like I don't know. It just, it seemed like everything was more simple back then. You know what I'm saying? It's it just was. like because it's like I didn't mind. It, it wasn't bad to see Stone Cold have a WWE Championship for like one month or two months, then Triple H, then maybe Kurt Angle, and then maybe The Rock at one point. You know what I'm saying? It didn't feel, although a lot of them were short term terms, short term runs with the title and everything. It still felt like it was a prize. It was something worth fighting for. You know. There was more contenders, you know? That's what I'm saying. Whereas now it's like, you know, I'm cool with Brock Lesnar holding on the title for like two years or whatever. Or maybe Roman Reigns for like a full year or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. It's not like the matter of like, I want to see wrestlers have the title just to have the title. But I'm just saying like, at least fight for this shit. Don't wait for like freaking the money in the bank and then wait for more black, More yeah. black champs. I'm cool with that too. But it's just like, you know, it's just... But by the way, how long you feel like it might take for Xavier Woods to get a WWE He's championship? He's not gonna get one. You don't feel like it? I feel like he Fuck could. Fuck no. I feel like he could. But He's it, not gonna get but one. But it's like, there's just gonna be, it's gonna take a lot of stuff. He's you, not this gonna nigga's get gonna one. need a heel turn. He's gonna need to turn his back on it's some people. It's never evil. gonna happen. He might get an intercontinental title. Yeah, let's see him with the Intercontinental title a couple times. Let's see how that or works. Or the United States. Like, yeah, yeah, that. I haven't seen him WWE the... World Champion or the World Heavy. This shit's not happening. We'll have to give us some time and see what happens. Because he is a good wrestler. That's not going to happen. 
Vince is not going for it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna take some time, man. I swear, man. And even with the stigma with him having like a sex tape and everything. Right. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. <laughs> Lucky he still got a damn job. No, really, though. For real, man. Because, like, the way how they used to shit on China for even being in a sex movie, bro. Like, like you left her no choice. Like, this is just some shit that just got leaked, my dude. Right. Like, oh, my gosh. And Paige. He was screwing Paige. Yeah, yeah, we know. Everybody know. It's crazy. It is crazy. And I can't believe CM Punk, like, went to fucking AEW, like... No, I can believe that. I can't believe he I did believe that. that. He fully ain't shit for that one. What makes you say that? I mean, considering the relationship him and WWE had, come on, like, he's not going to WWE ever time soon. But he was working with them, working with their behind the scenes and everything. No, they were working with Fox. He got, he got actually hired by Fox. And he said him and WWE had a good standing. fucking standing and how everything was going. He was working with them. I mean, good standing and wanting to work with somebody is two different things. Like, I may have a good standing with my job at Compare Foods in terms of just, like, I'm not going to fucking work there or go by there anymore. It doesn't mean that you like being He's there. a bitch for that. Damn, you hated for going to AEW? I thought it was cool you went to AEW. Because he had a good match with Darby Allin. Like, you know, Darby Allin's pretty good, too. That's, like, one of my main reasons I, I don't watch AEW. it. You don't watch AEW at all? Nope. You wouldn't even give it a shot? Nope. Damn, you really hate it like that? It ain't even about hating it. It's like, come on now. All the WWE wrestlers just retired and went there. Like, that's just, that's like watching TNA. Yeah, but I feel like TNA, I don't know. When it came to, like, the difference between AEW and TNA for me, I feel like TNA was still a pretty different, though, to me. You know, because it was like the production values were still pretty different, you know, at the same time. So it kind of felt like a gritty kind of fight club type, you know. You know what I mean? With TNA. Um... But it's just like... My homeboy in D.C. just sent me this video of some... What the hell? Hold up. Some junkie walking around in D.C. Her... with her clothes off. Oh, okay, damn. That's my new home. <laughs> right, you want to move down there. <laughs> but the nightlife looks amazing, though, in D.C. Like People die in D.C. too much. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that could be a problem, too. I mean, but weed's free. Weed's legal. Well, not free, but legal, I mean. So, like, I'll be going to the gas station. There's a weed in the jar just there. Really? Just there. And everything. <laughs> but, no, on some real shit, though. But AEW, I don't know. It's Lame. I feel like, let me just check out how the video games are going to look for you. I know the video game's going to be fire. Because, you know, they take they the same. They ain't getting none of my damn money. <laughs> we have a very, very... WWE strong, strong perspective WWE, about this. WWE, you really fuck with WWE. For me, I'm just a wrestling fan in general, so I just kind of like too, it. Me but, too, but it's just like I feel like with WWE, Daniel Bryan is now Brian Bryan Danielson. Danielson again, like, yeah. come on, bro. He started, Are you serious? He started out as Brian Danielson, American Dragon type shit. Daniel Bryan. I mean, you got a name from WWE. You got all your clout and everything from WWE. <laughs> And now you're Brian Danielson. I that mean, is so fucking lame. Dude, I remember when Daniel Bryan first came in, bro. That was so crazy. Because I started watching on NXT. I already knew he was going to be some shit, bro. I knew. But then you actually see it, like, you know, like, bro, with the yes movement. You know they weren't going to do shit with him at first? No. I knew he was going to do something. I, yeah. There was just something special Mark about Henry him. Mark Henry said it. Even Mark Henry said it. Like He said he had to vouch for Daniel. That was going to shelf him. I mean, I bet they were because they can't. They just don't know how to invest in the wrestlers. But that's the biggest it's thing that little. pissed me off. It's too little. Rey Mysterio short, too. Uh, Eddie Guerrero times short, too. Times were different back then. I know times You can't keep saying that now because Vince loves huge motherfuckers. Think about all the people who are, have those championships for the longest are huge motherfuckers. One thing for sure, like, one thing I was really, really made me sad is when Braun Strowman won the whole Universal title, but you probably can't even remember it. I remember. You remember? All right, cool. Yeah, I remember it for sure, but it's just like... When he slammed the shit out of Goldberg. Yes. Five different times. Yes. It was at WrestleMania, right? But it was like the... He fucking, pinned his ass. But it wasn't, in, it wasn't a WrestleMania in front of a crowd, though, which was sad. You know, but it's just like, <laughs> now he's not even with the company no more, which means he's probably going to end up in <coughs> AEW eventually. Nope. He's gonna be AEW. Vince is gonna get him back. <laughs> Fuck I'm, AEW. 
They literally You keep it. mentioning these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't shit, bro. You just want all of our wrestlers. I mean, yeah. I like what they do with Christian and Cage though, you know. Like all right, Chris Jericho, Christian. Yeah. All old wrestlers, all these motherfuckers in their forties. Christian Cage is like whole in Dude, one 40s. thing I love about Christian is just like, and bro, I really wish he's a grand slam. Him. He's a grand slam uh, wrestler, though. He's won. Yeah, he was won every head, title, like in every different motherfucking circuit. He really is one of my favorites, like just based on just how he wrestles, bro. Because the way his style is set up is just like he waits for like for for the other person to make a mistake and capitalizes on Funny, that mistake. What is his? What is in WWE? What was his finishing move name? Uh, it started off as the unprettier, and then they called it the okay. Kill Switch. See, I was gonna ask you if you remember when it was called the unprettier. Yeah, <laughs> that, shit that was based was on funny a song. As hell, I used to hit niggas with that shit and be like, "Finna make your stupid ass unpretty." Yeah, bro, I like that. that that's a good. That was a good. I like it. That's I, I funny. Like, I, I didn't feel think like you it would know. No, no, come on, man. I'm a wrestling fan, bro. The unprettier. Don't, don't, don't. That shit is funny as hell to name a fucking move. The unprettier. The unprettier. Because <laughs> I'm finna make your stupid ass unpretty. Fucking land on your fucking face, face. man. Right unpretty. Bro, bitch. man. I feel like, I still feel like, you know, Christian should have been neck and neck with, like, Edge in terms of, like, success. And nope. That's just how it was nope. for me, you know. It's just it's like, not better. I mean, mm, I mean, I feel like Edge kind of capitalized on the whole Matt and Lita storyline and everything. Well, it wasn't even a storyline. It was just... But Edge was already... Fucking well, Lita, bro. Edge was already a superstar before. They were going to invest in him as a superstar, but he was like, he needed that extra oomph, you know? Because he was like, like, when he was like part of like the SmackDown... You can't, you can't necessarily say that Edge had been in the fucking game for... Yeah, a minute since Attitude Era. A minute, all right. But it's like that transitional period in 2002 when it was like part of the, like SmackDown 6 with Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Chris Benoit, Edge, and who was the sixth person? Chavo Guerrero and everything. Like, that's when he was like a baby face, you know, like baby face, like, you know. But it's like when he became a heel because of the whole him screwing over Matt type shit, you know, with Lita and everything. You know, it was just like that's what really set his career. I mean, to the not necessarily. Bar. What really set it off is when he was like beefing with John Cena, right? Yeah, yeah. But before that, like, what made him a heel? What made people wanted to hate on Edge? That's I mean, what he was already being yeah. hated on. He was he was a tweener. He was getting mixed reactions. If you keep on me, din 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 on this day. I see clearly. <laughs> that was that shit. Oh my bro. god! That, that shit. You know what? There was another song by Metalinga. I think it was like what was that? The ties that bind or whatever. I feel like that should have been like his face theme song. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ties that bind. I feel like that really could have been. He had a lot of songs. Hold on, I'm though. getting a call. Oh, cool, yeah. I'll and we're back. Yeah, part two. Anyway, um, but yeah, I know we were talking about like, wait, what we're, we're talking, we're talking about, about wrestling. Yeah, we're we're freaking knees deep in the whole wrestling. Uh, right thing um yeah but for sure man it's just i'm trying to think like because where were we at i don't nobody fucking we're, with john cena we were talking about edge oh yeah we're talking about edge and everything you know like what really got edge into like really that stratosphere and i but honestly feel, honestly no because yeah when he was team rated rko and that was before that edge and leader shit and that was before he got his WWE championship. No, I That's think when that was he during, became teammates. That, that was during the Edge and Lita thing, you know. That, cause that, but that started first. Yeah. He was started. a teammate first, and then that's when he started. Remember, they started beefing with Matt and Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then that Edge and Lita shit happened. Yeah. But it was because Randy Orton and fucking Edge were fucking people up. And I mean, tearing they yeah, ass they, up. They're both heels and everything. Right, and they were both uh, heels. I actually really like that up. tandem. Because they were kind of similar in the sense. It's just like, but one was just like. That, that, that was that Randy Orton, bro. That, when that shit first came out. Yeah, bro. I remember when the voices. Can talk, talk like, to me. I was hype as hell as a cat. I went, oh, cool. But I, I missed the whole, hey, nothing you can say. <laughs> hey, nothing you can say. The SmackDown version of 2008 can... days, man. I swear, bro. Do you know the wrestling, uh, the WrestleCade convention is going to be here November 26th through the 28th in, yeah. in Winston-Salem. And, and it was going to be like all sorts of wrestlers. I'm definitely going. I need to go. How much to get a ticket again? All the super tickets are sold out, but the three-day pass ticket is 69 bucks. 69 bucks. Okay, I might. And you know, 
my nigga Teddy Long is gonna be there. Oh yeah, yeah. Teddy I'm Long. definitely gonna see him, and I'm gonna get me a video of him saying, "You're going one on one with the Undertaker." I need to get a video of him saying that. Put him in a tag match and say, "I'm gonna put you in a tag team match." <laughs> you going one on one with the Undertaker? Like that was my favorite shit ever. He was gonna say that damn near every show. To every freaking heel and one everything. One on one like, with damn. The Undertaker, and you were gonna get your ass tore up. No, one of the best memories from playing SmackDown versus Raw, bro, with the freaking season mode, bro. Like, bro, that was the shit, bro. I, I think remember when they first let you implement uh, making your own character into yeah. the season mode, and the first one that they did was uh, beating The Undertaker Street with your created character. Yeah. And Santino pull you out the crowd and you whoop his ass. Bro, man. And then you go through all that shit with Undertaker and Paul Bearer and shit. Bro, SmackDown Raw 2007 might be the best one to me. Because I feel like that had the most stacked, like, roster. Because you had Kurt Angle, you had Big Show, you had everybody on that shit. When they first activated Universe Mode, when it was, um, like, it was called, like, GM Mode. GM mode. Oh, yeah, yeah, GM mode. Was it in 2007 or 2008? Or they, they did so. it for both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but for 2008, you had ECW. I remember me and my dad was playing, and, like, we were on teams inside the GM mode, and then one time, like, it couldn't, like, it didn't even let us pick on what the fuck was finna happen. And we were standing in the ring, and we had won, and then all of a sudden, I just smacked his ass with a chair. And then I was like, oh, I'm on teams with Kane now. Fuck out of here. I'm gone. And it was me and Kane. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Well, fuck it, Dad. You, you, It's over for you. Me and Kane. Smackdown Whoop your ass. That GM mode was the shit, man. Bro, because it's just like, man, I, I be looking back and thinking like, bro, who am I making champion and shit? It's just like. Oh, John Cena always had a championship on my shit. I know. John Cena was always going to eventually get a championship somehow. No, he got it, held it, kept it. Bro, whole time some, somehow man but i remember like sometimes when I, I would like to draft like Shawn michaels to smackdown and make him the world heavyweight championship i don't know why but world heavyweight championship just works on him for some reason no, it's just like he's too small to, you feel like he's too shit. small for the world heavyweight championship because right. i know he first beat when I mean, he he's, he's able to keep it and be great with it with Shawn michaels because obviously but he's a light heavyweight yeah, but it's just like it kind of works with me because I, it, it kind of takes me back to when he fought like I'm Triple giving H. That to Triple H, Batista, Batista, Triple H, maybe somebody big. Was Brock Lesnar on SmackDown 2007 or yep. he was on 2007? You sure? I don't remember. I remember he was when in he Here Comes the, the Black. Pain. When he had the Black, I mean, if he's gonna be on Here Comes the Pain, what the fuck makes you think he's not on 2007 SmackDown versus Raw? I'm trying to remember. Here Come the Pain came out in what? Two thousand two. Shut your mouth and you right. roll. Dude, those SmackDown series, mm-hmm. bro, bro, those You know, no, you know what I like? I like his theme song before that, like Enforcer. I don't know if you heard of it. It was like dun 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 dun. That shit was lame. Cause I feel like it kind of captures like the whole like gritty like he's gonna. That shit's lame. That that song is lame. The beast, the beast is what you need. Yeah, done. Yeah, I was just like that motherfucker. When you hear that song and he's coming out, dun, 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 dun. that shit just scares I'm you. About to play it. No, I'm about to play this ad. This ad, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. asking a question. Nike, submit. Oh, y'all have to deal with that shit. I got fucking YouTube Premium or something like. I'm fuck be, Premium. I haven't had no ads. I'm my not whole paying life. for fucking YouTube. No, I think they give it to us like because we're college students or something. So. Fucking! All of a sudden, this shit want a buffer. No, 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 no. When you hear that in the beginning, if I was standing in a damn ring and I heard that came on, and I'm automatically gonna know who the fuck that is, Mm. I'm getting out. I'm grabbing a chair. I'm grabbing a weapon. No, for real. He's coming to whoop your ass. Like, that's whoop your ass music. <laughs> definitely no, whoop your ass definitely music. Definitely whoop your ass music. And you know what's crazy? I, dude, times is so crazy right now. But y'all know what's going on when y'all hear this shit right here. You already know what's going on when you hear this. This is John. It's John. <laughs> yeah, that shit. You know, I think, didn't he win, like... The first time I seen John Cena, dude. Yeah. Didn't he uh, go, like, platinum or whatever? 
On this album? No, not, yeah, on this whole, like, Here Comes the Champ album. You know, because he dropped the album or something. Yeah, like I've heard the whole thing frontwards, backwards, all that. Went platinum. I can literally go like this. He's one like, of if we few. were to go into my Apple Music shit. Yeah, John Cena is. And I typed in John Cena. John Cena's damn good. Too, I already got bro. his album. Oh. The You Can't See Me album. I got with, the. With Trey, the. With the, his cousin, the Trey, the yeah. trademark. You know, Trey, the trademark made uh, one of Kurt Angle's theme song in TNA. You know, he raps his theme song? Really? Yeah, bro, yeah, it's good. Yeah, Kurt Angle's theme song in TNA. I prefer his TNA theme song over his WWE. Not me. I know, because you're a WWE. That damn like, You Suck is great. Oh, yeah, 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 the You Suck. Chris Jericho started that. Yeah, yeah, You Suck. I thought it was Edge that did that. You Suck. Didn't Edge do that? Like when he signed on? I was Chris Jericho. You Suck. You Suck. Let's yeah, look man. it up. Dude, Kurt Angle's the GOAT, for real, bro. One of the best. One of the GOATs. Because he literally can do everything. He can be comedic. He can be intimidating. He can be skilled in the ring. In Las Vegas. You know, he can put on great matches and yeah, everything. Yeah, he can. He definitely can. He he's has like great mic skills. Great he's a great skills. entertainer. No, really, bro. Like He's like one of the, like, he came straight out of the Olympics, bro. Dude, so April 11, 2002, SmackDown. That was the first he sucked, chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to watch this whole video. I'm just going to see. Let's get to the damn shit. You know, my favorite Kurt Angle video, like when he does the rap battle with John Cena. Funny as hell. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that shit is timeless, Come bro. the Eagles jersey on. Oh, it was Edge. Yeah, see, because Edge was the one he was beefing with. Edge was the reason why he's bald now. Yeah, I do remember that. Basically, so it's like because they had a feud. Which was crazy because him, Edge, and Christian were actually cool at one point, I think. And like, to think they fell out was kind of sad. It was inspiring. Come on, show me these you sucks. Everything you say. You're damn right. <laughs> You're damn right. Stone Cold came up with that and, and he's on Raw now. Idiot. And besides, you are an Olympic gold medalist. You're a very special man, Kurt Angle. Edge and Kurt Angle. These people should chant something else after you say something. Something something very special. Very something, special. Something very you. That last for so long. I think after every time that Kurt Angle speaks, everyone should show their appreciation by chanting, You suck. You suck. You suck. I'm waiting for them to play his music. <laughs> Literally how it started, bro. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Well, that would piss me the fuck off. Bro, that is so, bro. The crowds are pretty good, too, but then they can never come up with some shit like that now, man. Like, literally. That would piss me off Dude. if for the rest of my career, like, he had to grow to love it. Literally. Because for the rest of his career, you suck. You caught, you suck. No matter if he was heel or face, it didn't matter. Right. Bro. You could have been the champion at the time, but guess what? You suck. <laughs> You suck. <laughs> and sometimes he would try to like re-envision. Okay, maybe they're not saying I suck. They say my opponent sucks when I'm like the face or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you suck. You know who we talking about, bitch. You suck. You. We're talking about you coming out to this music. Just like how like when John, when John Cena comes like John Cena suck. John right. Cena suck. Yeah, but he doesn't. He really doesn't. 
He does not suck at all. And when they would try that shit, John Cena would strum him along like, yeah, okay. John Cena sucks. Mm-hmm. John, John Cena sucks. And like that, when they was beefing with CM Punk, they're thinking they were shouting CM Punk. You know, because it's just like, John Cena sucks. You know, CM Punk. And everything. They're just haters. Mm. Haters. Hating on John Cena. Yeah, man. Bro, I don't remember. Breast wrestler alive. Best wrestler alive. That's what they should be saying. I guess best I'm, wrestler alive. I, doom, doom, doom. I guess. I guess when alive. people think about the go to like the best wrestler alive and everything, I think a lot of them like to go to like you know, um, obviously like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. You know what I like to go to? John Cena. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh man. Who's in your top ten? If you would just top like, ten top wrestlers, 10, that's. Very broad. Really? Like, I'll be thinking about that the other day. That's a lot of wrestlers. That's a lot of wrestlers, Top 10, okay. Uh, It's going to be very biased. Or just, like, your favorite. My favorite 10. It ain't got to be top 10. You can even add more if you want to. Nah, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. If if I had to do a top five, if it was my five versus your five, let's go pick for pick. All right. So my first pick off the rip. I'm taking The Rock. Yeah, dang. I would take The Rock, too. Oh, shit. But honestly, it had to be my bottom five. I would take, like, Eddie Guerrero. Okay, so that's your first pick, Eddie. Yeah. And I'm taking The Rock. Well, my second pick is definitely going to be John Cena. Uh, I got both of them on the same team. I can't take The Rock now? Or is it just, like... Nope, he he's gone. Him? He's gone. All right. If, like, since he's taking John Cena and uh, The Rock... For sure, I gotta put Shawn Michaels on. Oh shit! You took Shawn from me. Dang. Okay, well I'm, I'm I'm taking Stone Cold. Damn, Stone Cold. Oh gosh. Uh, oh then I guess I gotta, gotta get put, some weight on you. Gotta you put, gotta put, get, I gotta put Ric Flair on it, man. Really? Yeah, man. Why didn't you take Triple H? Uh, I would have taken Triple H, but consider how Ric Flair pretty much is but like. You have Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and and the Raw and Ric Flair because I feel you know like so I'm not gonna take Triple H. I'm gonna leave him up there for grabs. You might still need him because I definitely have the Rock, John Cena, and Stone Cold. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, with my next pick, you're gonna want to put some weight on your board. That's uh, really yes because I'm going with the Undertaker. Damn, I was gonna take the Undertaker. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Shit, man, damn. That's I don't even I ain't trying to put You have Rick Flair, Shawn Michaels, and Eddie Guerrero. Uh whole, whole lot of charisma there, man. But it's just like shit, man. Uh I guess for sure I gotta put Bret Hart then. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. That's my top five right there. The yeah. rock. John Cena, Stone Cold, Jeff Hardy, and The Undertaker. Ain't nobody beating that team. All right, so then I got Eddie Guerrero, freaking uh, Shawn Michaels. Rick Ric Flair, Flair, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Better Who could some, be the last one? Better get some uh, weight on your damn team. Because uh, I, I don't want to take like the obvious best out of the best out of the best, but I'm going to have to put Kurt Angle down. I don't care. Say he's taking Kurt Angle. Yes. My team is washing, y'all motherfuckers. Uh, We're watching y'all. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe. Ain't no perhaps. Dude, we are watching y'all. All my people. All, Killing y'all. All my, that's that's tech. That's Do you see how big man. we are? Anybody was big about technician, Techn- but Kurt bro, Angle, it's Kurt Angle could freaking Kurt Angle could freaking slam Big Show like it's nothing. Well, not bro, like it's nothing. I have bro, bro. The Rock. Yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah. John Cena. Yeah. The Undertaker. Yeah. And Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that's probably like the most popular in like You have Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker could probably be. You have new. Eddie Guerrero. Sure. Little nigga. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, little nigga. Ric Flair, old little nigga. <laughs> he ain't gotta Hart. be old. I ain't gotta be Hart. old. He can be younger. Red Hart, uh, little nigga. He can be prime Ric Flair. And then Kurt Angle, you picked nothing but a little ass team. Still the best. Your team is like what, six feet and under? It's still pretty good. I still fuck with it. Fuck. The shortest person on my team is Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Other than that, we're like what? But how how short? Is, I don't think Jeff Hardy's that short. John Cena's six three. He's my height. 
<laughs> All right, uh, and then um, Jeff Hardy's probably like six one. Six one. I feel isn't I feel like yeah yeah six one. I think shit. Here we go. Hey Siri, how tall is Jeff Hardy? You know what I just realized? We we started this whole. How are you podcast? gonna start talking when I'm asking oh, yeah, Siri? My bad, my bad, my bad. Talk to Siri. Hey my Siri, bad. how tall is Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy is six feet. He's six one. Yeah, that's the so same my thing. shortest player is six one. We're whooping y'all ass. Shit. And we're sending Jeff Hardy to fucking Eddie Guerrero, Mr. I Wanna Jump Around. Shit. You know what? We were talking about wrestling throughout the majority of this damn podcast. We're supposed to be talking about music, too, man. Hold yeah. On. We, we come back to wrestling later if we want. But it's like, at the I same mean, time... We got plenty of time to have another episode. This must just be the episode where everybody needs to get acquainted with this. <laughs> and the whole This whole thing right. just turned into WWE, and that's what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But but the first part was like thirty minutes. We're on seventeen minutes, so it's like I gotta find a way to put these two episodes together somehow. Alrighty. I'm trying to see. Maybe I could probably email it to myself and then just like just add it together somehow. Somehow. Put and edit them. Yeah, put them up as part one and part two, bro. Part one and part two, and shit. Yeah, cause that's gonna be like a smooth hour and shit like that. I think we got like about a good twelve more minutes and everything. Yeah, we could probably maintain on the whole wrestling subject for sure. Um, Dominic Mysterio, I know for sure. It's like I think they just trademarked the whole uh, Prince Mysterio moniker and everything. I think they might even give him a mask soon. Man, don't get that boy no damn mask. I mean, why not? Prince Mysterio? Fuck no. The thing is, I feel like he should leave just for a little bit and probably go to AAA and like CMLL and everything and probably get like adjusted to the whole Mexican-American You're not going to be able to come back to WWE. Mm. Don't lose your bag. Especially yeah. who your dad is. Yeah, he, he he's definitely secured the bag. But Don't I want him to work on his skills, though, for real. That's what he's doing now, working on his skills. And he already won the tag team titles with his, his dad one time. And everything, right. right. Yeah, which is good. That's that's great. We really saw this nigga. Him call, and his dad. Frick, him and his dad literally fought over paternity with freaking Eddie Guerrero, which was which a was damn good match. Which was funny as hell. Which was a damn good match. It was a good storyline, too, when you think about it, bro. That shit I'm telling him, don't get my son involved in shit. <laughs> But it was compelling though. It worked. That shit was dumb. Some <laughs> people said funny it was as dumb. hell, entertaining, but it was dumb. Remember when him and Eddie Guerrero was like <laughs> freaking arguing That's over my this? Son. It's, it's my like, son. It's like <laughs> he called Eddie Guerrero a chicken shit. Right. That shit had me fucking dead. Eddie Guerrero is a chicken shit. <laughs> right. Like what? <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. It's like Eddie Guerrero is a chicken shit. That shit was fucking funny though. When he now look, I'm looking back at it. I thought it was like one of the most like fucking compelling type shits ever, bro. Because you can't you can't even beat Rey Mysterio. It's like, but you're trying to like fucking take my son under custody. Like, what kind of shit is that? As a kid, I was hella confused though. Cause I'm like, what did he knock up like? Like Rey Mysterio's wife, and that was the kid, or did they just adopt the kid? And like that was his kid, like. You like know. I don't even remember. That's what really had me confused. May God rest Eddie's soul. Oh, yeah, no, fuck. The goats, for real, bro. Like, dead ass, man. The thing, it was really sad out. Like, she, she re, he really inspired Sasha Banks to get into, like, wrestling and everything. And it was, like, how, like, Sasha Banks pulled up to actually see Eddie Girl one time, and then he used Did you Eddie. know Sasha Banks is a Snoop Dogg's cousin? Yeah, everybody knows that. They look alike. That is so funny. It's actually kind of cool. In a sense. That is cool as hell. Because though. Snoop Dogg has always been a wrestling fan too. So it's like, you know, to put your like one of your cousins on and then they become a wrestler. Okay, I'm getting another call, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Let me just pause it. Maybe it won't cut off. Alright, so yeah, basically what we're talking about is like uh about Sasha Banks and like how I smash her. <laughs> sure would. Sasha say. Banks is fine as hell. Sasha, if you ever if you ever hear this, don't listen to the first part, but I I love you. <laughs> I love you, Sasha. I'll be your man. She's married to Mikaze. I don't care. Divorce him and be with me. Yeah, bro. Because like, like, I know people be trying to bully Mikaze over like <laughs> Sasha Banks and everything. You got to be smooth as hell to pull Sasha Banks, though. Like, for real, man. I don't know what Mikaze was doing to get Sasha Banks. But he, he did it, man. Somehow, some way. Lucky. Mikaze. Lucky as hell. Fucking Mikaze. I mean, but it all works together. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, she's literally married, though. Like, there'd be, there'd be some weird pairings in there. Like, I don't know how Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch ended up together, but 
they did, and now they got a kid. And fucking lucky. Oh. Yo, but no, let's talk about Bianca Belair. Now, though, Bianca Belair. I love you too. Yes. (laughs) Fucking fine as hell, stacked, athletic. Right. She's just, she's just, she's fine, bro. She's she's just damn good. I can't believe at one point she was actually had, she actually felt suicidal at one point. You know, Bianca Belair. I feel like she's one of my favorite, like, like, woman, like, superstars on the show now because, like, she actually beat Sasha Banks and she beat Bailey. Now she's on the verge to beat freaking uh, Becky Lynch eventually. Yo, the way that they did her, bro. Yeah, fucking Negative. SummerSlam fucking pissed me off, bro. If you're going to make her lose, at least make her lose in a big match. Don't fucking do that, pull that shit on her. Right, going to make her just but goddamn. I think they're just setting up to make people hate on Becky Lynch, though, for real. Because, like, Bianca Belair was. There's getting, no like, way she's coming in there and just. Slamming Bianca Belair like that in the match exactly. is over. Exactly. Like, do you see bro. how big Bianca Belair is? She fucking is could bench press freaking, like, what? what's his name? Otis. Otis. Yeah. Fucking can do it. She's fucking strong, bro. Like, that's that's, that's kind of cool. She put Otis on her shoulders. I was like. She, she's actually low-key my favorites now, bro. Because it's like, that ass. She ain't even low-key. She's high-key. It was mad. I, it, it, messed, it pissed me off. What pissed you off? When her and, um, her and, um. What's your name? Started beefing her and Sasha Banks. I'm like, no. Yeah, but it kind of made sense though, because it's just like you know, there is a sense of a duality. I feel like they put a great match on, good match on at WrestleMania though. So there's that, you know, they put a damn good match. Two black women, bro. One of the best wrestlers in the company, bro. Like really. I was like, dog, why are you gonna make both of my women fight each other? I mean, it was a good match. My they should have been a team. Really? Then they win. The, they didn't win the. Tag they team would challenge. drag motherfuckers if they was a team. Yes, they would. Yeah. The boss like, and the EST. Yes, I love the whole EST. Everything like the strong S, the best S. The I fuck with that whole persona right there too, man. Like that's. What, I remember when she first came in like a couple years ago at NXT and everything. She was killing it. She didn't become a NXT Women's Champion, did she? Mm, no. All right, well that's cool. I feel like I like her as SmackDown versus champion. I feel like that's her champion. She should have kept it. You know, I feel like they need to put more variation with the designs though, the championships. Like I don't like how the Universal and fucking the WWE Championship look like the same, but not really. Like just a different leather strap and shit like that. Right. I, I understand that that's completely. A, that, that kind of because I like how the WWE Championship looks and everything. Like I'm cool with it and everything, but it's just like, dude, you got to pick a different fucking design, bro. Like you can't Man, just. Man, the spinning you know, belt was where I was at. I like the World Heavyweight Championship. I feel like spinner. the spinner was pretty good, too. I mean, I used to be kind of, like, annoyed how it was, like, you know, basically, like, a toy. It was, like, spinner. Because that's John Cena's championship. It kind of looks did you know? Did you know um, when John Cena lost it, right? They never he, changed he it. He took his home. His is bigger. <laughs> his is bigger than everybody else's. No, I bet. Like, like because he designed that belt. He designed it. And so they kept, That's why it's like, why don't you just keep it for John Cena then? Just like how like Stone Cold had his own smoking skull championship and he yeah. pulls it out when he wins it. Like let that be John Cena's exclusive and everybody else keeps like a like a generic kind of championship. That's how when I Randy Orton put the R in that bitch and spent it, that was dope. That was alright, yeah, yeah. That was when cool. When the Miz took the WWE logo made and made it an M and it didn't move, that was dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like Miz People sleep on The Miz. Oh, The Miz is amazing. The Miz is, I feel like... Great in-ring wrestler and great promo guy. Like, he's just all... He's an all-around. You know what really made me a fan of The Miz was when he fucking went off on Daniel Bryan all fucking talking smack, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, like... He he was fragile. (laughs) Yeah, no, they said said he was a coward. Yeah, oh, yeah, he said he was a coward. He was like, you're the fucking coward. He started going off on his ass. It's like, if you want to... You want to... Why don't you go to the bingo halls then? <laughs> I was like, you know, bro. Like, you making some good points though, for real. Like, because at that point in his career, he had never been injured ever. That's why he wrestled the style he wrestled. Because he can do whatever he wants, however he wants, as long as he wants. You know. So it's just like you know, it's not about like, being afraid to get hit or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool about him and everything. I, I hate how they gave him the strap for like a little bit and then just took it off of him just to feed him to Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Like, that. like they could have given let him hold it for at least a month, man. Because Bobby Lashley That won't the plan. 
<laughs> they had the shit on dude like that. I mean, that was his second championship. You know how long it took for him to be? It was like a whole decade coming. Then he got shitted on. Bobby got shitted on by Biggie. I don't feel like that he wasn't shitted on. Like, cause it's like, cause at the same time it was like a cash in. Yeah, and the Miz got a cash in. Really? Cash in on him? I'm gonna be cashed in on uh, Drew McIntyre after oh, Bobby Lashley beat him up. That's how he got the championship. Oh, okay, and then Bobby Lashley beat him. They made a deal. Uh, so they only had it for They a made week. a deal, and the Miz was like, "If you help me win the title, I'll give you a match." Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. But it was like, but I do enjoy the Miz though, for real. Like at first, he thought he was annoying a little because he was like from fucking uh, reality show, like the Real World and shit. But to actually become a WWE championship champion and shit, and then like what he this work we did with the Intercontinental Championship too. Yes, like so, like definitely Hall of Fame worthy. If like we had to look back like ten years from now, like I feel like Miz has earned it. I can see the New Day being inducted for sure into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. But do you feel like Kofi Kingston could be like a double Hall of Famer? Like one is just Kofi Kingston, and then one with the New Day. I mean, I think once you're in, you're in. Yeah, but it's like you know, some people are double Hall of Famers. Like Ric Flair was as himself, and then again as like the Four Horsemen. Oh, I mean, it depends. I think they're all just gonna his get his solo career was type nice, but he he became the WWE champion when, when he was, he with, was the new, with the new, new day. day. So it's like, yeah, I feel like the new day is what's gonna be. Uh, I think yeah, he's gonna be inducted as a new day. You know, yeah, that's that's, that's gonna how it's gonna be like new John day. Cena. Obviously, I mean, is gonna he's be already in the Hall of Fame. John Cena in the Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he hasn't got it yet, the official ceremony. If but, I'm not mistaken. But it's pretty much locked in. What do you think? In the next five, six years, definitely locked in for John Cena, which is which is kind of heartbreaking to your childhood, too, because you literally grew up with John Cena. Right. And now it's like, you know, you it's barely about to be see over. him. You barely see him in shit. Nah, I see him in movies. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty okay. He actually works with movies. He's all right. Him. He's down. It's hard for me to see him in a movie and not be like John Cena. <laughs> like, like he's not a... a Playing a character or something. I mean, it's hard to see The Rock is just not The Rock. Or yeah, but The Johnson. Rock. But he gets like, paid a whole lot. The Rock of does a damn good job at that acting shit. John, not so much. Mm, yeah, man. It's just, no, for real, bro. It's not for everybody. And The Rock has, like, become, would you say The Rock has become bigger than WWE, in a sense? Or would you just say it's just, like. I mean, damn near. Because, like, I felt like it was WWE that kind of, like, set him up to become, like, an actor. This nigga has two personas. The Rock and Dwayne Johnson. Mm. He lives two lives. <laughs> Basically. Basically. John Cena is John Cena. Yeah, really. <laughs> and everything, bro. No, but for real, man, it's just... Who do you think else could probably go into, like, acting? Like, well, the WWE right now. I know The Miz tried with, like, all those <laughs> John Cena shit on The Miz. It's like, oh, what kind of movies you would... Oh, yeah, he would be in bootleg versions of mine <laughs> with The Marine. Dean, Ebr- Dean Ambrose did a good job. Yeah, what movie was Dean Ambrose in? Was it Twelve Rounds too? Or mm-hmm. yeah, like, and uh, Randy Orton was in a movie, uh, Twelve Twelve Rounds. Uh, um, Ted DiBiase was the Marine at one point. All right, are you gonna keep remaking movies that John already killed? Yeah, they really try to work with Ted DiBiase. Man. You can't do that. Dude, WWE movies are weird, man. <laughs> you know, Kane's, oh, Kane's, you know, evil, evil. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I've seen that. Yeah, and then it's fucking, um, what, what was another, oh, the chaperone with Triple H. Triple H. Um, Triple H was in Blade Trinity. Knuckleheads. Yo, yeah, what? The Big Show. The Big Show. But it's like, uh, Triple H was in uh, one of the Blade movies, though, as a vampire. You remember that? Was yeah he was look it up look it up I didn't know that I think it was in the third one I think Trinity you're gonna make me go watch that shit yeah now because he was (laughs) bro (laughs) jazz dude yeah as a freaking vampire too bro it was it was actually kind of cool actually I'm not even gonna lie looking back at you can look at it on YouTube I think but it was just like yeah man he 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 tried he tried to make that 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 acting career work for real did CM Punk do a movie I think he did a couple movies yeah I think he was like. Yeah, he did some movie roles. Really? I think he was in some kind of role or whatever. But I'm trying to think who else would be like that next person, like in WWE, if they could really transition to Hollywood. None of them. Damn. None of None them. None of them. The last one for real, for real was John Cena, but like Batista did it. 
Mm, yeah, Batista. Yeah, yeah, definitely Batista did it. Yeah, for sure. I, why'd I forget about Batista for a minute there? Because, like, it was Guardians of the freaking Galaxy. Like, he's Drax the freaking Destroyer. <laughs> I remember when I first saw Batista's Drax the Destroyer, bro. Like, he kills that role, too, man. I feel like he killed that role, bro. Like with the whole like you know in the in the Infinity War and everything when he was yeah, like, yeah. was like I I got you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> dude, me and my brother were cracking the fuck up. <laughs> I'll do you. But you're pretty much done. Uh, uh, you gotta really head, you gotta somewhere. head somewhere, man. Yeah, all right. People uh, calling me, promotion teams, and all this shit that's going on. Especially, you know, I got that event tonight. Oh yeah, no, for sure, like nah, for real. But we didn't talk nothing about music, so we might. Have you to guys, we're two. gonna do this again, again, and then we're gonna talk about my music, Actual and I'm gonna music, play dude. some music and let you guys hear it. No, for real, bro. Well, what's your schedule looking like tomorrow? Or... I'm free tomorrow. Free tomorrow. Okay, just we can probably just me, do this. Shit. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out because like we literally fucked up this whole time just talking about wrestling. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> love that podcast. Oh yeah, no, for real. Like this. Okay, but that's it for the Mental Threads podcast. And I appreciate you for having me, my brother. No, yes, thank you for no for coming. I appreciate that of for course, sure. But yo, be safe out there for it. You park somewhere back there. Yeah, episode twenty five. Yeah, we out.